Hey, I'm Andy, and you're watching episode one of the Andy McMillan Podcast. Well, you're watching episode number one, and I'm so excited that you're taking the time to check this out. If if you're watching this, you're probably a friend or somebody I've been connected to at some point in my life, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to check this out. I hope that today's episode encourages you, builds your faith, and impacts your life. Well, before we get started, I want to take just a moment and talk about what this podcast is all about. We're going to talk about three things here. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about my life, other people that come on the podcast's life, and how they're navigating faith, how they're navigating the world that we live in. The second thing that we're going to talk about is spirituality, what the Word of God says, how prayer works, and everything in between those topics. And then the third thing we're going to talk about is relationships, our relationship with God, our relationship with others. I believe that when we talk about spirituality and relationships all intertwined together, I believe that we find wisdom for how to live our life. We begin to find wisdom and discernment for relationships. And so I think it's going to be a great journey, and I'm grateful that you're going on it with us. And if you enjoy today's uh, episode, I'd love for you to do two things for me. Number one is subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast that you're listening to it on. And then the second thing that you can do is also share this content. Share it on social media. You can even send it to somebody if you're watching YouTube. Hit share it. You can text it to somebody. That would mean the world to me that you find enough value in this to share it with other people. Well, let's jump into today's content. I want to answer the question today, does God still speak? You know, whether Whether you follow Jesus or you're just beginning your relationship with Jesus, I think all of us would like to know that God interacts with our life, that he engages in our world and he speaks to us, that we can talk to him and he can talk to us. I think that that's a a very important attribute of our relationship with God. But for us that have followed Jesus for a while, I know that there's a tension sometimes when I've gone through seasons and probably if you follow Jesus for a while, seasons that you've gone through where you feel like God isn't speaking anymore or, or, or maybe you even begin to question, has God ever really spoken to me? And I think it's important that we can answer the question as a principle, does God speak today in a a moment where we're not feeling the pressure of whether or not we hear God in that moment? Because oftentimes our emotions will lie to us. And so we need to answer that question. And I think for those who may be watching this that are beginning that relationship with God, I think that you may be asking that question because it's a fundamental question if you're going to enter into the faith. Why would I jump into faith with someone that doesn't speak or communicate or engage with me. I would want a God that's engaging and relational, and I'm sure that that's what you want as well. So let's talk just a little bit about what the scripture says about God speaking, because the best place to begin is to talk about whether or not God has spoken ever. And if we answer that question, we may be able to answer better, does God still speak today? Let's take a look at them. Genesis chapter two, verse 15 and 16. Let's check this out. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work and to take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat of any tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, this is an interesting passage that we're looking at because we see God commanding Adam. We see God speaking to Adam and giving him a directive, which implies that he's 
audibly speaking. So from the very beginning of scripture, we see God speak in a very real way. The next passage we want to look at is actually found in the book of Exodus, which is the second book of the Bible. Let's check it out. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to a friend. This is such a beautiful picture of God talking to somebody intimately as a friend, face to face, developing that relationship. It's such a beautiful picture. And it's different from the book of Genesis because we see God talking in more of a commanding way to Adam, even though I'm sure they did have an intimate relationship. In this passage, we see God talking to Moses deeply as a friend talks to another friend, as close friends talk to each other. Now, these are both examples of God talking audibly to someone somebody. And there's a few passages that we're going to look at that actually deals with God, not necessarily talking audibly to somebody, but talking in a different way. One of those passages is found in first Kings. Let's check it out together. And he said, he being God said, go out and stand on the Mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by with a great and strong wind and it tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind blew, an earthquake came, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a still, small voice. Another translation says a slow, still whisper. This is a beautiful picture of God not necessarily talking audibly, but, but in a moment where you, you sense the whisper of God, where you sense him maybe in, in your soul or in your mind. This, this particular passage isn't necessarily talking about a voice, but a sense. And it's such a beautiful picture that even among the chaos, God still found a way to speak to this prophet. Now, let's look at another quick passage in Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter one, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. This is an important passage, I think, because it doesn't tell us how Jeremiah heard the word of the Lord. It could have come through prayer. It could have come through meditation. It could have come from a thousand different ways through, through friends maybe, but we know that the word of the Lord came to him. And I think that this is important because sometimes God speaks to us differently than he speaks to other people. He speaks to you uniquely. And we'll, we'll actually talk about that in a future episode. But what's important is that when the word of the Lord comes, that we can be confident in it. And we can see throughout the Old Testament that God spoke. He spoke in many different ways. He spoke throughout scripture in many different fashions, but he was consistently speaking. This is so important for us to know and believe that God spoke then. And it's important for us to see that because when we look in the New Testament, we see him continue to speak. And when we look in the New Testament specifically, we even see principles that we can continue to expect and believe on to see God speak today. Let's look at the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 through 20. This is Jesus talking. He says, and when they deliver you over, do not be anxious for what you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. 
This is such an important passage for several reasons. Number one, it tells us that when we're getting ready to go into a season that's difficult, be confident that God is going to speak to you, that God's going to give you the tools that you need to get through that season. That's what Jesus is telling his disciples. The second thing that is interesting and important for us to see is that Jesus is talking in the future tense. He's saying, you're going to go through seasons that cause you anxiety. I know that I've been very anxious in some of the seasons of 2020. You've probably felt the same way. But he's telling you in that moment, know that God is with you and that he is speaking to you. He's saying to his disciples, Jesus is saying to his disciples in this passage, trust that God will come in and speak to you in the right moment and in the right way. And in this particular context, give you the words to say. So what does that mean? Well, if I follow Jesus, if I desire to have a relationship with Jesus and I choose to be a disciple of Jesus, then he's telling me here that God speaks because he is telling the disciples to trust that God will speak to them in the right moment. What a powerful gift that we see from Jesus in this. So I think for many of us, we can get over the intellectual hurdle that God does speak. I mean, I know that that's kind of hard to process, but we can find in scripture where it clearly gives us a picture that God has spoken and that he desires to still speak to us in this season. And look, I could have spent hours going through passages all throughout the New Testament and the birth of the church where we see God speaking through the Holy Spirit. But I think that moving forward in this conversation, the question for many of us is, how do we experience God speaking? What does that look like? I mean, how do I know the difference between the the stress in my mind or it's God and not just the pizza that I had last night or, or just uh, my mind trying to calm myself down? How do I know I've really heard from God? So what we're going to do is spend the next few minutes talking about three different ways that we can hear the voice of God. And actually through the next couple of episodes, we're going to spend some time talking about ways that we can actually posture ourselves to connect and worship God and and really begin to hear the voice of God. But today, we're going to talk about these three ways for us to be able to hear the voice of God. And the first one is found in the Word of God. The greatest place that we can learn to hear the voice of God is in the words he's already given us. The Bible is just that. It is the Word of God. It is the words of God given to all of mankind. And he desires for us to develop an intimate relationship with that book. It's not just a book. It is a living and active organism that speaks to our life. That The, the beautiful thing about the Bible is that the Holy Spirit can speak straight to us in our life. And we actually see a lot of scripture talking about the word of God. Let's check out a couple. One of them is 1 Thessalonians. Let's look at this together. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says this, and we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as words of men, but as it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believes. This is such an important picture that we see in 1 Thessalonians, that he's saying that even though these words came from a man, even though the Bible was written by a man, it's still the living and breathing word of God. And he not only says that it's a good thing that you took it as the word of God, but that it is active in your life. He says this, that it's at work in your life, that when you choose to jump into the word of God, it is working in your life. 
And I believe this, that you can read the word of God, but you can also let the word of God speak to you. It can be the voice of God speaking to you in your moment of need. You know, I've actually opened up the word of God to the same passage in two different seasons of my life, and God speak different things to me in those two different seasons. Now, how does that happen? Because when we read the word of God, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. He speaks to our heart and he, and he helps us understand what it's saying for the season that we're reading it. And that is what makes the Bible alive. God desires to speak to us. And I believe that as we begin to follow Jesus and even as we walk deeper with Jesus, the primary way he speaks is through the scripture. It's through the word of God. It's not any less spiritual and it's not any less supernatural for God to speak through his word that he's already given us than for us to experience him speaking audibly or him speaking to us through a prayer. It's just as supernatural and it's just as important, if not more important, in the life of every single believer. The second way that God speaks is through our thoughts. Now, I know that might sound a little weird to you or maybe a little spooky, but it's actually not spooky at all. It's it's what we see in the New Testament that the Holy Spirit came in and filled people and the Holy Spirit spoke to them and empowered them to do the work of the ministry. And this often happened through their thoughts or or an impression on their soul. Some people would say that that God gave them a, a feeling in their soul. Some people would say that God spoke to them through prayer. Have you ever had that moment where you had a thought that you knew wasn't from you, but you didn't know where it came from? Not like a deja vu moment where, where you have a, a, a line or a statement pull up from like an old movie that you saw, but a moment where you genuinely knew that something came to your mind that you knew was not out of your brain. Or maybe you had a feeling that you knew was a gift from something greater than yourself. That is a God thought or God speaking to your thoughts. And we can actually see this in several places in scripture. One of them is in Amos. Amos chapter four, verse 13, it says this, he who forms the mountains and creates the wind, and he also reveals his thoughts to mankind. He gives us thoughts, thoughts that we could never have on our own. And I can think of several times in my life where I just knew something that there was no way for me to know, but I trusted it and I saw God come through. Why? Because I received a God thought. And God desires to speak to you that way as well. Now, I will say this, that those thoughts are always going to be something that line up with the word of God. There's never a moment where uh, that idea that God has given us would deviate from scripture. It always will be principled in the word of God. So it's important for us to know that because sometimes we do have ideas and desires that don't line up with scripture, but God does call us to be people who are attentive to his voice and to receive an impression or a thought from him. The third way that we can hear the voice of God is through others. Now, this may be one of the most important things that we talk about in this episode because there are seasons, no matter how good you are at following Jesus, where life just takes on a form of its own and we find ourselves stressed, we find ourselves distracted, and we find ourselves confused. But when we have godly relationships that surround us, God will use those healthy relationships to speak into our lives. He'll use those 
relationships to be his voice when we are too distracted to hear his. When we have so many voices in our life that we can't differentiate between our mind and his, oftentimes he'll use friends to set us straight and to hear what he has to say for that season. One great example of this is in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 12. And this is a passage where King David needed to hear the voice of God, but he just wasn't at a place where he was going to hear it for himself. And the prophet Nathaniel came in and told him exactly what he needed to hear. It was painful, it was hard, but it was definitely the voice of God in that moment for David. And because David wasn't going to hear it any other way, God used that prophet. And that prophet helped calibrate him, helped set him straight. And because of that, David went on a very different trajectory than the one that he was on. It was a beautiful picture of how God can speak through other people in our life. Now, just like we talked about God thoughts, God's never going to send a, a prophet or a pastor or a friend to talk to you and tell you to do something different than the word of God. But when someone comes to us and speaks to us in a loving way and in a godly manner, we always go back to the scripture, make sure that it is found in scripture, and then follow that direction if it's from God. It can be a, a great gift to have somebody that hears from God for you in a difficult season. Well, there are many other ways that we could talk about how God can speak to you. As a matter of fact, in the next few episodes, we're going to spend some time talking about how God has uniquely wired you to meet with him in a unique way. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about that in episode two. You're not going to want to miss it. But until then, I hope that you enjoyed this content. I hope that it encouraged you uh, to jump in to the word of God and get to know him. I, I want to tell you, I've got a friend that's also on YouTube. His name is Jason Mayfield. And he's got a great Bible plan. If you're looking for a place to start in the word of God called Tear Up Your Bible, you can find it in the YouVersion Bible app. You can also go to Facebook. There's a Tear Up Your Bible group that you can jump in to see what other people are getting from scripture. However you jump in, whether it's a Bible plan or you just open up the word of God, let's engage in the scripture and grow in our relationship with him. Well, if you like this content, do me a favor, subscribe, like it, share it with some people. It'd mean the world to me if you do that. Until next time, I'm Andy. Thanks for watching.